Hey everyone and welcome to Process, a podcast where we talk about all the ups and downs of creating and making stuff. I'm Marcela Chamorro, your host. This is episode number 35 of the show. Now I know it's been a while since I last published an episode. I think the last time was July 2016 and at the time I'm recording this it is January 25th 2017. So you might be wondering, what the hell happened? <laughs> I'll tell you in a second. Um, but I'm also just wanted to say real quick that I'm very glad to be back. And the reason why I disappeared after having just come back, honestly, from a break at that point, uh, was that I got hit with a little bit of morning sickness. Um, JJ and I, my husband and I are super excited to be welcoming uh, our second baby soon just that the secondary effects of <laughs> becoming pregnant kind of leveled me honestly I was in bed for a few months there it was not fun and um, I've written about this in another post and I'll link to it in the show notes but the worst part of it all was that I kind of missed being myself um, the ability and the desire really to create was kind of robbed from me for those few months and so not only was I too sick to like turn on my computer but I had no interest either because I just felt so so bad honestly felt like it wasn't me uh, but I'm, I'm really glad that that's over now <laughs> and it's been a few months of feeling good I've been writing again for a while and I decided that it was time to start recording the podcast again. Um, I recorded an episode back in July before I got hit with the tidal wave of morning sickness. Um, I recorded an episode with Moose of cameratips.com, which was an incredible episode to record, honestly. I'm super proud of it. and But I was never able to publish it, honestly, because all I needed to do was record my intro and outro to the episode. And that was too much for me at the time. So... I'm putting it out now. You'll uh, you listen to this episode. This is episode number 35. And I'm also putting out episode number 36 today at the same time. So you can listen to them back to back just because I couldn't wait another week to put this episode out with Moose. I'm really excited for you to hear it and his revolutionary approach to online business. You'll see what I mean when you get there. For now, though, I'm enjoying the need to share again, to create again. And it's all kind of ironic because I have, I guess, maximum six weeks before the baby arrives. It's another boy. His name is Nicolas, or in English, Nicholas. Um, so, yeah, I want to create, but now, do, 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 life is about to change all over again. And I'm kind of going back in time to the newborn phase and add to that the difficulty level of dealing with a toddler. So, We'll see how this goes. But for now, you know, I kind of thought maybe I should just wait a few more months and start creating when, you know, I kind of have things a little more organized and I've got the two kids, I don't know, on a schedule or something. I don't know if that's even possible. I don't have two kids yet. But I, but then I decided, you know what? You only have one life. And like AJ Leon loves to say, this is not your practice life. So if I have six weeks, I'm going to use the six weeks. And we'll see what happens after that. I'm going to stop trying to control what my life is going to be like and just roll with the punches. So for now, rolling with the punches means using my time 
as productively as possible to create stuff. So um, in any ways, I've written about creative constraints before. And what I realized is that the more constraints you have, the more creative you can be sometimes. Like a long time ago when I tried an experiment with JJ where we both had a lot of things to do on a weekend and we had our kid to take care of and we took turns on and off one hour each. One was with the kid, the other one was working and then we'd switch and we honestly got so much done throughout the day and you think like, I can't get a lot done in an hour or I wanted to finish a blog post or whatever and I was able to do more than I imagined. So... Uh, for example, right now I might have half an hour to record this and I decided to go for it. It might not be enough time, but uh, I'll, I'll get a head start. And speaking of which, I wanted to kind of introduce to you this new episode type that I'm recording and I'm calling it the coffee break. And the reason is because back in 2016, I received a lot of positive feedback on my, what I would call solo episodes where I just kind of share what's going on um, behind the scenes. And I wanted to do more of that this year, start 2017 off with a coffee break, which makes sense because I needed to explain to you what happened to me all this time. And at the same time, you know, have a format where, you know, I can answer your questions in the future. We'll talk about that later. Or just kind of explain something that's going on behind the scenes that might give you some kind of, you know, insight or something that you can learn from my mistakes. So this is the first one and it's called Behind the Scenes of a Pivot. You can consider it kind of uh, real talk about real creative struggles and in this case something very specific that I'm going through in my own creative journey and I wanted to give you a behind the scenes look at what it looks like to change something in your business or in your projects or in your creative life. In my case, in my creative struggle right now, it's redefining my audience. Now, since, I don't know, I'd go back to the beginning of 2016, I wrote a ton about the ego. Um, I would say the first half of 2016 was discovering the ego, writing about it, sharing what I thought about it, uh, reading books about it. And then the last half of 2016, well, the part that you saw <laughs> or that you were around for when I wasn't having morning sickness was more about turning those ego posts into like kind of like going, there's a fork in the road. I just kind of went the faith route and exploring more of spirituality. So if I continue to write about that, which I've gotten incredible feedback for it, my email open rates are through the roof. Um, and the emails that I get from people tell me that they're proud of me for taking this step and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, I still have the question of what do I do now? Is this, um, do I just keep writing about this on my website, marcela.co? Or do I create a new project? Um, what, what do I do with this new information, this new interest, and this new route that I'm going? So some people might call it like a shift or a pivot or a reinvention of myself. I'm not sure what you want to call it, but it's difficult. And it cre I guess it creates a, a need for very practical and careful and critical thinking, like a brainstorming session. So... 
I wanted to share with you the questions that I'm pouring over to pinpoint, like who exactly am I writing for? And, you know, deciding if I create a separate project for it, if I just plow ahead, you know, in my own personal website. There's a quote that has been guiding me in this entire process. And and it goes something like this. To seek honor before profit is the surest means of finding honor with profit. So I've always wanted to make my online projects where I make my living. And to some extent, they have supported me, but they've never been 100% of how I, you know, pay the bills. So this quote kind of gives me a path where it basically says, seek honor first. And if you do the right thing first, then the money will follow, right? By the way, that, that quote was Felix Nadar. I don't know, no idea if I'm butchering that name or not. And a few nights ago, JJ and I watched the minimalism documentary uh, on Netflix. Now, I've known a lot of the people in that documentary for years. You don't know how many hugs I've gotten from from the minimalists. And, you know, I've had AJ Leon, who's in, in the documentary on the podcast. And I know Colin Wright. And these are all people who've been, you know, every event that I go to um, in the U.S. or that I used to travel to more often for events, uh, I would hang out with these people. And there they were on my screen, right? But the documentary, while the subject matter was nothing new to me because, you know, being a minimalist and, um, you know, giving stuff away and living with only what you need and all that stuff is not new to me because one, I've known these people for a while. um, And two, I've already run my own personal experiments with, you know, giving stuff away and not shopping for a year and stuff like that. The documentary still got me thinking, especially about, you know, what am I on the hunt for? You know, what am I waiting for to feel, quote unquote, happy? What is it that I always want more of? Um, So in my case right now, it's not material goods. I hardly buy anything for myself, really. I'm not the type of person to go out and buy jeans or whatever. But it was worth it to ask myself, if it's not material goods, what is it that you're after? And the honest answer has always been, people to pay attention because I've been writing online for seven years and there have been times that I've had incredible success, like a a blog post going viral on medium and whatever. And other times where it feels like I'm writing to crickets. So I'm always kind of waiting for more people to enjoy my writing before I make it, before I consider it worthwhile or a good use of my time. I I mean, I have limited time like I mentioned with, you know, about the creative constraints. So lately I've been thinking, where, where do I spend my time? Who should I write for? What should I do? And at the same time, consider this whole, the the question that came up with the minimalist documentary say, and ask myself, why is this important to me? How do I seek honor, you know, before self-serving? So let's start with the first question that I've been asking myself, which is, who am I writing for? Some of the questions that I've been using to journal about or brainstorm this answer is, you know, what is their age range? Are they male or female? 
Are they married or single? Or what's their pain or problems that they're trying to solve? What hobbies do they enjoy? What kind of movies or TV shows or documentaries are they attracted to? What are their favorite genres to read? Or do they read to, you know, different blogs or magazines or is it books? Um, are they, you know, attracted to specific types of authors? Do they buy on impulse or are they not really into material goods? Are they sports fans? Where do they hang out online? Is it Instagram? Is it Pinterest? Uh, is it Facebook? I hope not. I hate Facebook. <laughs> what do they want? Um, what kind of time do they have? What will make them laugh? Uh, what is going to captivate them and make them want to read more? What are the pain points and stressors in their life? Like not, or maybe even their businesses. What will induce them to buy? Or what will hold them back and make them doubt? And a very important question is, what will make them feel like they've achieved success? And what will make them feel like they've failed? Now, those are questions that I'm currently journaling about. And to be super honest with you, I mean, I have answers to some of them. Not all of them yet. Because I still am trying to figure out what it is that I want to write about. You know, back in 2010, JJ and I went on spring break trip to Costa Rica. We you know we live in Nicaragua. So it was just an eight hour drive over to the beaches in Costa Rica. And I took Gary Vaynerchuk's Crush It. Now this is like two weeks before I started my own blog. So this is the book I read before starting my blog, kind of, you know, created a monster, I guess. And in the book, he, I remember to this day, I remember he, he wrote, if you think you want to write or about something, or if you think you want to start a blog about something, Get out a piece of paper and try and come up with 50 blog post ideas. If you can't come up with 50, then it's not for you. And I was like, you know, to this day, I think about that question and I'm like, I have a million things to write about on a specific topic. Like I, I do know the kind of like where I want to go with my writing. So that's helping me to decide who I'm writing it for, but I'm not... I haven't finished answering all these questions that I read to you so far. And this is just an idea. Okay. No judgment. <laughs> Their age range is probably between 25 and 40 years old female. Now, not exclusively female, but you know, because I, I always imagined that people who are reading my blog were females, but I get a ton of emails from males. So it makes no difference to me. But when I imagine, you know, my like my ideal reader or whatever, it's it's she's female, so men are welcome, <laughs> no big deal. But that's just kind of what I'm envisioning. Are they married or single? Probably in a relationship or looking for one, um, whether that be marriage or not. But I think I have a lot to say about not romance per se, but being in a relationship. So yeah, I think it would be worthwhile for somebody to read my blog that's either already in a relationship or at least is interested in one or in finding one. Um, I do want to focus on creators. That has always been something that has been an interest to me. Um, I, 
I think that the majority of stuff that I write will resonate more with people who are interested in creativity and expressing themselves in different ways. And I don't want to lose that connection with people because I think that those are my peeps, you know? Why why write for anybody else? Those That's who I choose, I guess. Um, and another thing that I that I've been thinking about, you know, the second overall question or big, like the theme of, of what I need to figure out is, do I do this on my personal blog or do I do this as a new project? And I've been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. At the beginning of the month of December, two friends and I decided to launch a little mini project no big thing, really. Uh, just a, a website that where we posted a daily reflection for um, the month of December. Every weekday of December that just passed, we would post 200 to 350 words, uh, a reflection on um, a line of scripture. And I had never, honestly, I am zero expert on the all things Bible. Like if you even ask me basic things about the Bible, I have no idea. <laughs> so for me, it was like an exercise in just getting to know what all of that is all about. And um, so it kind of, my ignorance didn't hold me back because for me, I was it was just an exploration. But it was nice to have another place to express myself on a specific topic uh, nonstop, right? So I'd never had the question of, you know, these people who signed up for my list were interested in, you know, reading about the ego. How are they going to react to if I'm writing about faith? That question didn't exist because the people who signed up for that December project signed up knowing what was coming and, um, so there was no real question in my mind, no insecurity because on my personal website, uh, I've, I've collected emails from people, you know, my, my audience and my readership, my email list to be really specific, I feel is very varied. There's people who are interested in my web app. There are people who are interested in this in this podcast, which is focused on creativity. There are people who are interested in the ego. There are people who are interested in other stuff, marketing. I don't know. I mean, I started writing seven years ago. So there is some kind of insecurity that, that I feel when I want to write something that deviates from those themes. And sometimes I think that just creating a new project with a new name, you know, a brand, creating a brand will give me more creative license. But then it's like, I also think, this is my website. I should be able to write whatever I want. This is my blog. These are my my words. That This is my little space on the internet. So I shouldn't be letting, you know, potential email readers kind of distract me from that or bully me out of writing what I want to write about. I think both sides have or both options have their pros and cons, you know? But to be quite honest with you, I am leaning toward creating a side project based on faith for these, you know, 25 to 40-year-old women. Again, men are invited. <laughs> um, if, they, if they would like to hang out with me, 
that's totally fine with me. So I do have that inclination to create a new project. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm still giving it time. I'm thinking about it. I'm brainstorming some more. I want to make sure that I, if I choose to go that route, that I will be able to give it as much time and love and dedication as it requires. But I envision a lot more. There's a lot of things that I want to do with this new route. I want to, you know, create a podcast specifically about that topic. I love podcasting about creativity here on Process. But I envision having another pro- uh, another podcast too. And specifically about faith and interviewing people who would not be interested in being on Process. Um, I envision writing. Uh, there, Like I said, I have a list of over 50 things, Gary V, that I could write about for the for that other project. All this kind of stuff. And, and I feel like it would kind of give me a clean slate and say, if you sign up for this, you know what you're signing up for. I can write about this freely. I can express myself freely without attachments to my past where I was writing about social media seven years ago. And now you're saying, why is this stuff about faith or spirituality in my inbox. So, um, that's kind of what I'm leaning toward in my brainstorming sessions. But again, I'm not done. So don't hold me to it. I would love to hear your opinions for real. You know, hit me up on Twitter. I'm Marcinator over on Twitter, or you could just shoot me an email via my website or whatever. But that's kind of where I'm at right now. There's a quote by Louis C.K. that I absolutely adore. And it goes like this. He says, I realized that a lot of the things that my kid was taking away from me, she was freeing me of. And I think that applies to me a ton because it's hard these days to figure out how I want to spend my time. I have limited free time because I'm a very dedicated mother. I had a very dedicated mother. She's amazing. She has given me a ton of security and been like a rock throughout my entire life. Every time I needed her, she was right there. We were her top priority and I feel, I get, I'm not going to say obligated. I feel inspired to do the same for my children. So I do, I create on my free time that may change in the near future, which I'm very excited about. But for now, I feel like having this creative limitation on my time is kind of freeing me of the desire for you know, certain kinds of, like what I mentioned earlier, which is more readers or people actually paying attention or whatever. So I'm trying to spend more time connecting with people online, which is, you'll hear more about that in the next episode with Moose of Camera Tips. So when you finish this episode, please do listen to that one. He inspired me really to spend more time connecting with people online because people come first. And then just kind of, the other thing that I'm trying to do is just write nonstop. There's this quote by um, E.L. Doctorow, which I, again, butchering, sorry. The name, not that important. (laughs) The quote is, writing is like driving at night in the fog. You can only see as far as your headlights. But you can, you can make the whole trip that way. And I'm trying to just write nonstop and see what happens, where it takes me. And in the meantime, on the side, you know, 
connect with people, brainstorm. What am I doing with this pivot? What is going to happen? Am I going to create a new website or am I going to continue at Marcela.co? What is the plan here? And just keep creating. I have six weeks and I'm going to obviously continue afterward um, just on a different schedule. Right now I have more time, but I'm excited about it. I do feel in the middle, like I'm, I'm in limbo, but it's a good place to be. And I'm trusting a ton that this process will lead me to where I need to go. Maybe in six months, I'll look back at this episode and be like, hey, everybody, listen to episode number 35. You remember when I didn't know what to do? And now look at me with X, Y, Z, who knows? <laughs> Whatever that may be. Maybe I'll have a book coming out like for real published, not like self-published, like for real to bookstore near you. You never know. That's the dream, ladies and gentlemen. That's the dream. So we'll see where this goes. I am... I hope that this behind the scenes look at what, you know, this whole pivot or reinvention or whatever you want to call it is helpful to you. I know that a ton of creators out there struggle with change and changing interests as well. Not only, you know, a changing marketplace. So I hope it was helpful to you. I hope also that you will let me know what you think. If you are listening to this, that means that I, you know, trust your opinion and that, you know, first of all, and first of all, I'm always appreciative that you listen to my crazy words and that you read my crazy words and your input is highly valuable. So let me know. I'm Marcinator on Twitter, or you can just shoot me an email via my website. Thank you for listening. I hope that this was helpful to you. And in the words of Kurt Vonnegut, when I write, I feel like an armless, legless man with a crayon in his mouth. That's me right now. An armless, legless woman with a crayon in her mouth and a baby in her belly. So, you know, I excuse me if this episode was long and windy and, and, uh, it was a huge exploration of where, where the hell am I going? I kind of know I can only see as far as my headlights, but I'm still walking. And I think that's the point, right? So thanks for listening to episode number 35, this first coffee break behind the scenes of my pivot over here. And um, like I said, I'm, I'm putting out episode number 36 at the same time. So you can listen to that next. It's an interview with Moose of cameratips.com. He's a photographer. But what I really want you to take away from his episode is that it's really not about the metrics. It's not about the analytics. Dare I say it's not even about the money. It's about people. And I love how Moose explains how he has built his business to support his family of three, um, three kids and his wife and himself by putting people first. So thank you for listening. I hope you will let me know what you think of this and I'll be back immediately <laughs> with Moose of Camera Tips and the next episode of Process. More on managing the ups and downs of creating and making. 
I'm Marcela, your host, and this was Process. <laughs>